Hello and welcome to Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Well, we have a special guest in the house tonight. Uh, another another graduate of good old 2020 South River, Mr. Nicholas Martin. How's it going? How are you doing, Nick? How's Virginia Tech? Ain't bad, you know. Football team had a uh, had a rough year, but uh, I'm just happy to be on the show. Yeah, the football team they they just they need to start Jason Brown, Columbia legend. He he decided to go with the quarterback who decided to play one quarter phenomenally, and then uh, the last three quarters could barely get a first down, and uh, it didn't it didn't work out too well. <sighs> well you guys are a basketball school now. Yeah, yeah, no, we're basketball. We're easily a basketball school now. We have UNC coming up on Sunday. That's huge. You guys should beat them. They're the yeah, they've had a rough start to the year. Yeah. Well, we can uh, we can get to that later if we want to do some college corner. But we're here. We brought you in specifically, Nick, because America plays again tomorrow in the World Cup at 10 a.m. And we're two football bozos that don't know anything about football, so... We brought you in to to give us give us a little preview coming up. Yeah, it's honestly it's gonna be a very close game. The Netherlands they're probably the favorites, but they're also a young team. USA is the third youngest team going into this World Cup, um, and the other two youngest teams below us are both out of the tournament. So going into the knockout rounds, we're gonna be the youngest team, youngest players. But that being said, we're one of the few teams that went the entire group stage without losing. We had two draws, one of them being against a very good England team. Um, the one against Wales was a bad defensive error, in my opinion, and we should have probably won that game. But against Iran, we cleaned it up and we went through. The only thing that's worrying is we start the game really well. We always look like we're first half, we're going to go up. Uh, we just finished kind of slow, and towards the end, we, uh, I, I, did, I don't know if you guys watched the Iran game. I'm sure you did. But towards the end, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was rough at the end. We were, we were not looking good, and Iran almost scored like two different times. And so I think, it, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I fancy us to maybe go through. I think we have a, I think this is one of the easier opponents we could have gotten going into the round of 16. So I think we have a chance. I'm hoping we go through. I don't think I think if we do though, then it's gonna be rough because then I think after that we'd have to play France or it's either France or Argentina. Uh, and that's gonna be probably the end of our run if we do Argentina that. they're choke artists. They are choke artists, but I I don't know if we're gonna be the ones that make them choke. Fair enough. So, so what's the what's okay. the US like game plan going into this game? Is it like I don't know anything about soccer game plans, but is it like are they better than us to the point where we're just kinda like gonna putz around for ninety minutes and like try not to get in any dangerous situation? I think we should take the same approach we did against England where we should go out in the first half, play them like head to head, try and go toe to toe with them. Uh they're pressing us, we should press them back try and force a mistake out of them. Because if we can get an early goal or two, we have the defense to just sit back and defend a lead if we need to. I mean, we've done it against England. We did it against Iran. Uh, we can sit back, but I don't 
I don't know. I don't know if I like our chances if it goes to extra time or penalties. Because we don't have we have a good starting eleven, but when you get to our bench, it's where the it's a big drop off. We don't have too many people that can come up off the bench. Well, Netherlands have a little bit more depth that they can bring someone on and they'll do just as fine. So speaking of depth and you know players coming off the bench, is Pulsic going to be able to play? He actually, I just got the notification one hour ago. His penis is fine and he is clear <laughs> to play on tomorrow morning. Yes. Uh, so he he's by far the best player on the team, correct? Yes. It, well, he's he is the star. He's of course the one everyone's going to talk about, and he's not the captain, which I actually like because he doesn't have to worry about controlling the entire team. He can just go out there and be the game winner, the goal goal scorer, anything he needs to be for the team. And it's good now because he's not the only one on the team that can like be the difference. We've now got a couple around him, but. When it comes down to it, he is going to be our best player. He is going to be the one that, if he's playing well, we have a good chance of going through. Who's going to be some of those other players that you just mentioned uh, coming in and giving him giving him some relief, I guess? I think the main one is Tyler Adams. He's the defensive midfielder. We only play one defensive midfielder, and he's the only one. But throughout the group stage, he's been by far the best player we've had. He's the captain as well for the team at I think he's 21 or 22. Wow. So he's young, but captaining, doing pretty well with it. Um, defensively, helping the back line a ton, uh, playing balls forward to spring quick counterattacks. So he's definitely going to be one of the most important players. Another one that's been lively is uh, Weya on the right side. He scored the goal against Wales. I think he's going to be important if we want to uh, we need to we need to attack the flanks like we've been doing. So he's going to be important on that right side. Another that's kind of gone unspoken is our right back, Sergio Dest. He used to play on Barcelona. He moved to I think AC Milan. So he's been he's been playing. He's, he's twenty right now, I think, around that age. So he's but he's been playing across these for a while. But he's. A very attacking fullback, so he he's a defender, but he likes to get up the field. He likes to support the wingers, put crosses in, run up against defenders. The only thing that's worrisome is he does get caught up field. Like he'll be rushing with the ball up the right right wing, and then he'll lose it, and then that entire space on the right side of our half is open. So I think he's going to need to have a good game. And the last one coming off the bench is Brendan Aronson, number 11. Uh, he's come off the bench on every single one of our games, and he's been playing really well. I'm surprised he's not starting. I think he I think he's, might be just a little bit better than who we have playing there right now, but he comes off. He brings a lot of energy. Uh, him coming on in the second half should definitely be something to look for tomorrow morning. He's, he's 20. I'm looking at him right now, 22 years old. And he looks every bit of 2010. He looks like he's 19. Yeah, he looks like a child. <laughs> he's, 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 a, uh, he's a young young guy. So these guys, so they play, do most of these guys play in the American League, in like the MLS? Surprisingly not. Uh, it used to be, we used to have a ton, but most of the, a, a lot of our bench do. But the majority of people that have been in our starting 11 are made up of a lot of people that play the Premier League, 
uh, or in like Germany, Italy. Uh, That's a good sign, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah, probably better for us. We, we've been needing people that play across these and kind of get better, better than what the MLS can make them be, which. Polisic is the reason that all started, and that's why, because he was the first to really, first American to go overseas and make a name for himself, and now you got Tyler Adams, uh, Aronson, Reyna, all of these, Wea, all of these people that are now, we're now seeing in the starting 11 followed the same exact route he did going to Germany, Italy, Spain, wherever else, playing in a foreign team and then making a name across seas and then coming back and playing for the U.S. and doing really well. So someone who you haven't mentioned, but I've, I've recognized his name is Sergio Dest. It, yeah. Uh, it, I mean, he's he's a defender, and I, I don't know much about him, but it's, he's been, has he been playing well this this tournament? So far, he's been uh, so far he's been one of the good pieces of our attack. Uh, I think he does a lot of running because he likes to get up the field. So he does a lot of running, and usually he can't play the full 90. And I'm not a big fan of our backup for him. I think his name's Moore. Um, but I think for what he does do, I think he's a must-start in the team. He does a lot when it comes to springing our attacks. Like, let's see, he, he wins the ball back, and immediately he looks to get it upfield to one of the wingers, get a quick attack going. And I think he him having a good game, and especially with um, Netherlands have a very young, very exciting winger, Cody Gakpo. Um, he's been one of the main talks around the Netherlands team and especially his club team. He's been very, he's been looked at by a lot of big teams and him going against Dest is going to be one of the big things that's going to be looked at. Cause if Dest can't lock him down and keep him from creating things, then defensively we're going to be in trouble. What about Zimmerman? Cause I, your boy, at the end of the Iran game, it felt like they, they said Zimmerman's name a bunch. He kept getting those headers, like clearing Zimmerman, the ball out. And then he, you told me I, on Twitter that he lost us the game. Zimmerman, exactly. He, and against Iran, he did incredible. He cleared everything that came his way. And then against Wales, he cost us the win. So it's what kind of game is he going to have? Is he going to have that game where he clears everything? Or is he going to make a mistake that could potentially knock us out of the tournament. I, I'm not sure if he starts. I think Carter Vickers, I think. Yeah, Carter Vickers, we brought in against Iran, played pretty decent in the first 50, 50 55 minutes he was in until Zimmerman came on. It'll be interesting. It's it's a toss-up between the two of them, which one which one starts. So we have a we have a comment. Mr. Mr. Walker Lewis, he says that he thinks that DeAndre Yeldon should start or should play over more when they when they come in. Uh, I think experience wise, um, if we're ahead, if we're ahead, come the sixtieth, seventieth minute, I think Yeldon should come in because he's the only player in this entire team that's played in a World Cup before. The rest of our the starting eleven and bench. Yeah, we we he's Yedlin's the only one that was a part of that team eight years ago, mm-hmm. so he's the only one that has the experience going into these knockout rounds and playing these types of games. So I think if we're ahead, 
and we need someone that can come in, lock down our defense, I think Yedlin definitely should be coming in over more when it comes down to it. Um, going forward, I'm not convinced with Yedlin. So if it's still, I think if we're losing, he shouldn't. If it's still a draw, I think Yedlin's still a better choice. I think it just comes down to what we can, how we can set up ourselves. And if we can get, I think an early lead for the U.S. is very important tomorrow. Yeah, and just try to control the ball game after that. The Exactly. So besides the 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 guy you already mentioned, you said the Netherlands have this this young phenomenal player. What other weapons should we be worried about on the Netherlands side? Um, they're set pieces. So the Netherlands, uh, they have Virgil van Dijk, which is very tall, very strong center back, and on any set pieces, whether it's corners, free kicks. It's they he needs to be marked by probably two guys just to make sure he doesn't score because he's he has a he's known for getting it on corners and scoring headers and winning them games from it. So Van Dyke is definitely one that needs to be marked. Another one is Memphis Depay, which is on the other wing. Um and it's it's it'll be interesting to see if Netherlands do a front three with a striker in between them or if they just do a dual striker with Gakpo and Depay, but they're, he's similar to Gakpo where he has speed, he has dribbling skills, and he can he has a very good shot on if he cuts inside. So it's going to be down to Destin Robinson to really deal with their the, the Netherlands' two wide players and making sure that there's not they don't get too many crosses in against us. And speaking of crosses, our crosses suck. The U.S. <laughs> is horrific at crossing the ball. I can't count the amount of corners we've taken where it went to the guy at the near post and just got headed away. That's like so the England game, I, right? I, I remember yeah, watching England that. Game, and it was almost yeah. a, a, a nice cross right to a goal, and he missed it. Yeah, and we just – we our crossing has been really poor past couple games. Uh, that's something that's it, – it, we get away with it against Wales and against Iran because it's Wales and Iran. But you go against the Netherlands – Every every chance, every goal is gonna count because they could easily turn around a one nothing to a two one like in five minutes. They're that kind of team. So that's scary because we've like the games so far have been so low scoring. Like that's what are I we have, are we expecting goals in this game? I think I think expect this similar to what we've been doing. I I expect us to. Get so one no or goals. two. <laughs> so no goals. <laughs> I, I, well, we're gonna have to score eventually. So I'm, I'm expecting us to get one or two. I, I just, I would love to see us shut them out, clean sheet. I don't know if it'll happen. Um, I mean, we did against England, which we can, we can do it. We showed we could do it. It's, it's just gonna be, it's gonna be down to, can we get an early goal? Because the, the more we leave it late, the worse it's gonna get for us. So, the right now on on if you could look on Google, they have like the the preview for the game and the stats. Their win probability, they have the Netherlands at fifty percent, a draw at twenty eight percent, and the U.S. only at twenty two percent. Do you see that? How do we draw? Or I thought it was the knockout stage. Yeah, we can't. Well, yeah, they. I guess they saying draw is in like go to penalties. Okay. I so I'd say that's fair regarding. 
how both teams have been playing because the Netherlands, the Netherlands had an easy group though. They had Qatar, Senegal. Uh, First team uh, eliminated. Who else? Yeah, they didn't. They had a very easy group going into this, so they haven't really had a test. That's the only thing that's. I think USA might have a little bit going into this is because they've been tested by England. Uh, Iran was top 20 rank going into this tournament, so they're not, it's not like they were a bad team. And then Wales have some really good players. They're just old. So I mean, it's, USA has been tested, and they've shown they can do it. It's It's up to whether or not we play our very best, and it's also a little bit down to our coach and how he sets us up against this team, because if he sets us up to sit back and just try and absorb pressure and counterattack, I think I think we're going to get beat if we try and do that. I think we need to take the game to the Netherlands, and we need to we need to play them toe-to-toe. We need, a, we need to act like we are a big team that can keep going through this, or else we're eventually going to get we're eventually going to get beat up by one of these big teams that we're going to... I mean, from now on, it's going to be all top 10, top 15 ranked teams in the world. So, we're gonna act unless like we want to... Yeah, it, and if we want to be there, we need to go head-to-head against them, and we can't just sit back and let them let them play against us and hope that we can spring a counterattack, get a quick goal. It's not going to work out. Even if it works out tomorrow, it ain't going to work out in the round of eight. I, like I that. mean, we that's got... the American way. Like, we we take the fight to them, right? We haven't fought exactly. war on our own soil since, like, 1812. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Whatever yeah. that's worth. Yeah. Uh, and I like that. You got, we got to play our own game. We can't let these countries come in and start playing their style of football. We need to play some soccer out there. Exactly. It's called soccer. <laughs> All right. So... That that was a great preview for the for the the U.S. game. What other crazy things have happened in the World Cup that Chris and I just haven't really known? Oh man, uh, yesterday yesterday should be a good a good place to start. So Group E was a lot called the Group of Death going into this World Cup uh, because you had first drawn in as Spain, which one of the best teams in the world. Then you had Germany also drawn into that group, which already saying you'd expect those two to go through there germany won the world cup uh eight years ago spain won it 12 years ago so two very successful teams and then you have japan as the third pick and costa rica coming in at the end and so japan coming in had a lot of criticism going around because they a lot of people didn't think they were super great they kind of were hit or miss Costa Rica was always going to be the one that never qualifies. Everyone kind of dismissed them. But going into yesterday's game, you had Spain in first, Japan in second in the group after beating Germany 2-1. to one. And then you had Germany in third and Costa Rica in fourth. And yesterday, uh, around halftime, Spain was winning one nothing against Japan. And Germany was winning, I think, 2 nothing against Costa Rica. Or, or one nothing against Costa Rica, one of those. So at the time, it was Spain and Germany going through. Everything was fine. But there was one minute where Japan scored two goals, and Japan was then beating Spain 2-1. to one. 
and Costa Rica was beating Germany two to one. And in the one in the one and a half minutes of that happening, Japan would go through and Costa Rica would go through, knocking out Spain and Germany. But Japan went on to actually win the game. And so Japan topped the group, which no one saw coming, and Germany ended up being fully eliminated with Costa Rica. Wait, so now Germany and Costa Rica are both out? Yep, Germany and Costa Rica are both out. So and even Japan though Germany won 4-2, they're, they're yeah, So out. even though Germany won, Japan's win uh, knocked them out. So wow. Germany needed Germany needed Japan to at least draw or lose to Spain. And Japan, it was basically Japan going into the game. You win, you're automatically through and you top the group. And uh, they came out in the second half and... 2-1 with some people saying controversial goal, but it was a goal nonetheless, and they, they it was probably, it's definitely one of the most historic moments for Japanese soccer going through. Another one, Australia upsetting Denmark to go through the World Cup round of 16. Australia was uh, a playoff, so they have like the last spot for a lot of groups go to like a playoff between a couple teams. Mm-hmm. Like the worst teams do a playoff to get that last spot. Yeah. Australia was one of those teams, and uh, now they qualified for the round of sixteen over Denmark, wow. which not a lot of people saw coming. Denmark is supposed to be good. Denmark um, were semifinalists for the I want to say the Euros. So they were they they were up in the top ten ranked teams. Wow. Uh, Belgium, who was number ranked number two in the world, uh, fell out of the group yesterday with their draw the against Croatia. They were number two in the world. This was said to be their golden generation of soccer players. This was their t- after finishing second, uh, or not second after finishing third in the. Uh, World Cup, the last World Cup, Belgium was supposed to be the one of the favorites to go in and win this one, and they do not make it out of the group. Morocco topped the group, which is ridiculous to think about. Good for Morocco. And then just this morning, um, South Korea with a 91st-minute goal to knock out Uruguay and go through with Portugal. Doesn't Uruguay have the guy who bites people? Yeah, Suarez. <laughs> he, he got yeah. subbed out before he could bite anyone this today. Okay. Although some of the Uruguay players tried to fight the referee after the full-time whistle, wow. which was entertaining to say the least. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that covers a lot of the, the big upsets. I mean, you got some of the round of 16 matches already set up. I think... Some of the most exciting will probably be the Netherlands, U.S., um, France, and Poland, and then probably Japan, Croatia. The rest, it's pretty, like, you got Australia, Argentina should be a pretty easy win for Argentina. England should should beat Senegal. Um, then again, England, you never know what you're getting, so... And same with Senegal, so that, that could be one to maybe watch. But... Morocco, Spain, uh, even though Morocco's been playing very well, Spain's just one of the best in the world. Spain should be able to, to win that game. 
Um, and then the final two matches are getting uh, done right now. It looks like it'll be Brazil and South Korea going against each other. And then Portugal versus Switzerland. That should be a good game. Portugal-Switzerland should be one to watch. So it sounds like there's a lot of opportunities for some of these teams to upset. Because you're saying, oh, oh yeah. it should be easy win, easy win. So uh, that, would, that would just add some more chaos into this World Cup and be a benefit to the U.S., honestly. It, honestly, if U.S. can keep on... If U.S. can just keep on putting in good forms and moving up, you never know what can happen. I ain't saying, I, I ain't saying we're going to win it. I think... We could get, we could match our best, um, our best run in the tournament. Though I think we could definitely get to the quarterfinals. Um, uh, my underdogs, I'm going with Japan. Uh, every they they played Germany. They won two to one. Second half, they were all over Germany. Uh, they lost to Costa Rica, which was very odd. But then they come back. They play Spain and one nothing down at halftime. Come back. Second half played great and went two to one there. So Japan, I think, is definitely my one to watch to maybe make a dark horse run deep in the tournament. Good for Japan. And this, they, this, you said earlier, this program kind of came out of nowhere, right? Out of nowhere, they. I mean, last last World Cup, they 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 were decent. They they played well, but they ended up falling short to Belgium, which it was a very good Belgium team. So everyone understood, but. Um, they had some players that aged. They had a lot of people that retired. They didn't really know what their team was going to look like, but they came in with a lot of young guys, and the young guys are playing very well for them, kind of like the U.S. It's a very similar situation where they needed to flush out the old, bring in new young young guns, and I'm happy for them. I mean, it's a, it's a, for them to get out of that group of death was huge. I was kind of like your Gamecocks. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Yep. I have the game big mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh I that this was a great preview. I definitely needed this. It it, it got me excited for for these games. So if it's quick little, not, yeah, quick little second to get them all going, you know. Yeah. Round sixteen, there's only a handful of games left, but these are these are the ones that are most fun because draws then go to extra time and then we got the good old penalty kicks, which everyone everyone enjoys. <laughs> All right, All right well, so uh, penalty kicks, okay. are they like, is it like a coin flip once you get to penalty kicks? Like, who's going to win? Or do certain teams have, like, like being a better team on the field, does that make you much better in penalty kicks? No. Penalty kicks, it is, it, everything's up in the air. You, it's, it's just, it's basically down to... It's all, it, it's down to who plays the more mental games, who can beat those mental games... And at that point, you could have Morocco, Spain going to penalties. I can't pick a winner. It's flip of the coin. You never know. I see. If I was a really good team, that would really make me mad. But exactly, that the good teams do not want to go to penalty kicks. You also have what, like an hour twenty minutes with extra time. Yeah. So you have yeah. So you're you've already played two hours of game time, and now you got to go take. Now you got to go kick a ball that could decide whether you go through or you're out. Yeah. And every it ball is almost like a 50, 50 chance, depending on where the goalie jumps. Exactly. And goalies are playing games. They're going side to side, trying to get in your head. It's 
I saw a clip of uh, Australia qualified through penalties, and the Australian goalkeeper was doing like dances on the goal line while the kicker was waiting to do his kick. <laughs> Fully got in the guy's head and saved every single one. Wow. Mind games, What's mental that? games. So Australians are tricky. Has there been any team that you have watched that like their strategy or their game plan has just wowed you or really put the team above and reason why they've won some of these games? I think, I mean, of course you look at France. They won it last time. I was kind of hoping there's, there's something called the world cup curse where if you win the world cup, the next world cup, you usually do pretty shitty. Um, Hoping for that was France this year, but they haven't really shown any signs of it. Uh, they've played pretty pretty well, top their group. Um, they've got just an abundance of good players, which is annoying at times. I think they are definitely one that their strategy going in, it's just going to be to control the game 24-7. I think a team that I liked watching through the group i would say um again i I already spoke on japan japan is definitely a fun one to watch um i think you gotta look at um morocco honestly morocco's game plans going into some of these games has been oddly working they they sit back a good bit but they're a big counterattacking team, and their front players have been doing really well. Same with the U.S. We our our formation has been a little bit different than what we usually play. We're doing four at the back, um, and we only have the one CDM. But our two center mids, McKenney and uh, Musa, who starts, and then Aronson probably will come in for Musa. But those two midfielders have been playing really advanced which is why we've been dominating a lot of the games we played. So you look at that, it, 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 it's encouraging. It's an encouraging sign for the U.S. going forward. But it should lead to an interesting game because we, we can get caught with too many people forward, and then we can get caught on the break and have Netherlands counterattacking us. So I think the USA has a very good lineup formation set up, and then I also think that Japan and Morocco, other than these really, of course, big favorite teams like France, Spain, Argentina, I think those are two also that are set up really well to maybe give these big teams a run. Sweet. I think we're going to win. Yeah. I honestly, I, I have a, I have a, I'm optimistic about this one. I really think that we, if we can finish the game strong for once, I think we have a very good shot at this. Go shock the world. Yeah, let's go shock the world, baby. Let's go USA. Um right. sacrifice another nut for the <laughs> for the for the states. He's doing it for the states. For the states. Uh all right. So let's speaking of the states, let's move on to something the 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 wise guys know know a little more about. A little something we can we can add some input to. Let's go to some some good old American football. And we're we're starting off with some wise picks. So um, we we have a surprise. I mean, you picked three three picks yourself, so we'll go. I did. I I since I got first, I'll go me, Chris, and then you name off your first pick. So All I right. have the Vikings 
minus three at home versus the Jets. The the Mike White Cinderella story. It's done. Clock struck midnight. We saw this last year. Uh, he had that one good game. I think it was week eight uh, that he just played out of his mind, and then he reverted back to the, the backup too. quarterback. Yeah, he did get hurt, yeah. but he, he still reverted he back get- when he did play to his to his backup status. Uh, I don't. I just don't see the the Jets rattling off one in Minnesota. This Vikings team's been playing really good, and I just think if it was if it was in New York, maybe I'd give the Jets a little more of a chance, but. In Minnesota, I mean, you're going, you're going as as the underdog, of course, and I'm I'm riding with the Vikings. It, it's Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. Also. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever that's worth, which I think is a lot. <laughs> it's we. I was surprised at this line, though. Like you're giving the home team three points, you're basically saying that, like on a neutral field, that this is an even game. Yeah, that's which, why I really took. I don't know. I mean, Minnesota has kind of been fraudulent all year, but you're right. We we really did tear Mike White a new one on Tuesday. <laughs> like for having a good game, we just ripped him apart. <laughs> so I don't know. This is like a almost a pride pick. Yeah, a pride. Like a pride that about our did on him so much. <laughs> like, better win. <laughs> So, but I like it. I like. What I'm excited about is just on a watching standpoint is Justin Jefferson versus Sauce Gardner. Uh, Sauce Gardner has been a great corner, a great rookie corner, and has wow. Like I'm not really wowed the league. We thought he was going to be this good, but he he's lived up to his what fifth overall pick status, and he he's been locking up wide receivers left and right. So. Going up against, I think he's becoming the best in the league, Justin Jefferson. So it's going to be a good matchup. Could get a little uh, welcome to the league type yeah. of game. Mm-hmm. Say there could be a little bit of a uh, yeah. Like you think you're the best already? Like, yeah, yeah. Is, let me let me yeah, tell you. This, be is this is what it looks on. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Chris. What's your I first? I hope so. Pick? I need it for fantasy. Uh, I'm taking the Bengals plus one and a half against the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs have looked so dominant that they're due for a game where they're a little bit off. And I think the Bengals could be catching them right at the right time. We talked about the Bengals on Tuesday, how they're like just starting to hit their stride. Everyone kind of forgot about them. They went to the Super Bowl last year, and, and it's like no one's even talking about him. It's going back. So they've been quietly, you know, rising up the ranks of the NFL again, just like they did last year. And I think this is the game where it's like, oh, that's right. The Bengals are, are pretty damn good, too. I like it. I think that with getting Jamar Chase back, it's a perfect game for it. The The Chiefs, I, I mean, they've, they've been, play, as you said, they've been playing dominant throughout this whole year and they I mean we talked about it on Tuesday 26 points against the Rams is I mean it's the Rams are garbage they they should be scoring more than that and to get the to get the Bengals here I like it at home a little bit of revenge I guess for the Chiefs right but yes I that I tried to go revenge pick last week and it didn't work (laughs) that's true no and I like it's it's also a very low line. 
one and a half. Yeah, yeah, one and a half is pretty. It's a lot closer than I thought it would be. Yeah, so that made that makes me raise an eyebrow. Do you know what the Do you know what the money is on on this game? Because I, I I don't. I'm just asking you. Uh, I usually do look that up before. Because <laughs> I was thinking this this could be a a sharp game if maybe the line is is close this close because the money's on the Bengals right now, but I still like it. I think that the one and a half at home. You know, they, they could still lose by one. I think it's going to be a shootout. And this is going to be one of those games where whoever gets the ball last is probably going to end up winning this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. All right, Nick, what's your, what's your pick? All right. Um, I'm going to go bold with my... All right. Ugh. No. The internet. You froze. I froze. No, no you froze. I, I froze. Yeah, the stream didn't. Oh. So you're you're going bold. I didn't hear the. Pick. I'm going bold. I'm going to the four, plus four and a half. Um, Philly looked so good last week because of Green Bay's horrendous defensive line and how badly they could not stop the run. Miles Sanders. Rushing was over the tougher line this week. I think Derrick Henry could have a big game going into this. I I could easily see him getting multiple touchdowns. Uh, I just I think Tennessee away from uh sorry hold up Tennessee they're away from home. I think they have a they have a little shocker in them. I think Philly they've. They've already almost secured playoffs. They're looking like they're going to be the top spot. I think Minnesota, like you said, is a little, little iffy at times. Uh, but I think Tennessee is going to come into this game. I think their offensive line is going to do a lot better against this Eagles rush. And I think uh, Hertz is going to have to. He's going to have to make big throws if they want to win this game. And I'm not fully convinced on his ability to make these big throws. So I'm going to go Tennessee. This, I like. This I like does seem a, a game where like the Eagles kind of get. It's later in the maybe, season, like, and it's a lot sports. harder of a game than a lot of people would think. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been riding the Titans train all, well, not all year, last like three weeks, because I feel like they're getting undervalued. I really, I, I think, think I think they're building up finally. Yeah, Derrick Henry's are. finally building up his rushing. Um, they're getting into their groove offensively. I think the game will really come down to if their defensive line can stop that rush and make Hurts have to throw for the win. I, I love that. And I think their defensive line has been playing great for the past uh, couple weeks, at least. And pretty much all year, their defense is good. They're, they're rushing defense. And I feel like every time I say that a team's rushing defense is good, they always shit the bed the week I say it. They should never shit the bed the next week. Yeah. yeah. But... I mean, I like this rush defense, and the Eagles, that's what their, that's what their bread and butter is. They, they can run the ball down, down your throat. And if you can eliminate Jalen Hurts' rushing ability, I mean, you're right. Last week against Green Bay, 157 yards just by Jalen Hurts alone. Yeah. And 140 by Miles Sanders. That's not going to happen this week. So yeah, that doesn't happen. Letting Hurts throw, I like it. I like the pick. And it's four and a half. It's like they don't have to win. Yeah. Keep it back by exactly. Example. All right, 
Uh, I'm up next. I have the. Oh, God. I'm going back with the Niners. Why do you do it? Because this <laughs> Raiders. Or, no, sorry, sorry. No, not the Niners yet. I'm back with the Chargers. Niners is the last pick, but the Chargers plus one over the Raiders because the Raiders suck. The Raiders are garbage, and it's it's literally one. Po- they just have to win, like, not even win the game. They just have to lose by one point. And if the Chargers are going to lose this game at all, I it would be perfect if it was by one point. I guess one of my biggest disappointments. What'd you say? One of my biggest disappointments this year, I think, has been uh, Justin Herbert. I drafted him in fantasy. I was excited for him this year, and I just he's not he's not played at his best. In and my no opinion. one he's talks been, about it. Nope. Yeah, he's just he's Let just kind of he goes through the motions a lot, and he has like. He has decent yards every game, but in the red zone, he, he hasn't been as productive as he used to be. I just, I don't know. I, I've been disappointed with his output this year. So, have you guys seen uh, Emmanuel Ocho? He or Ancho? He's he's uh he's now he used to be a linebacker, played for the Eagles, and now he's on a talk show with I forget what talk show it is, but he has been like the only one coming out and saying. Justin Herbert, he's a social media quarterback. That's what he calls yeah. it. He got ripped for it, but he like got, he got ripped for it. Kind of right. No, he's I don't of... know what he means exactly by he's a social media quarterback. The way I took it was like everyone on social media is just like, oh like Justin Herbert, he needs more help. Like it's not his fault when Oh, he has know, some like good clips that everyone him. will show. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what he really means by it. And I do agree, and I know that's going against what I said, but we've been down on this Chargers team all year. The real This is a bet against the Raiders. This is a bet against the Las Vegas Raiders. They've been playing. You just hate Carr. I don't like Carr. No, I don't like him at all. And the Raiders team, they had back-to-back wins. This is a letdown spot. Both, both those wins were in overtime. And Chargers, division game. They're, they're, I mean, I, for whatever that's worth. And they they should take care of business here. This is a team that they should beat. And if Herbert wants to continue being a social media quarterback, he'll lose this game. I I would never support a Chargers pick. <laughs> I can't do it. This is a stay away game. It's a bet stay against away. the Raiders. It's not even a Chargers yeah. pick. It's a bet against the Raiders. can't. Uh, all right, Chris, what do you got next? Uh, all right, this one, I have the Seahawks minus seven at the Rams. Seven points, like, seemed like kind of a lot, honestly, for the Seahawks. But, like, they just lost at home. I know this defense is horrific, but the Rams are have basically punted on the rest of the season. This is going to be yeah. a home game for Seattle. Like, there's not going to be a single Rams fan in the stadium. I don't, I don't think. think there are Rams fans, even after they won. <laughs> I, don't I don't think there are. They just, like, show, they showed up when they're good, like, just because they're people in L.A. and Yeah, they're rich people do, who want to buy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when they're bad, they don't, they don't have, like, a loyal fan base that's going to show up regardless. So, no, because they're all stuck in St. Louis. home game for Seattle. Which, what do you say? I said all the fans are stuck in St. Louis. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that's what, so that's why I'm not too worried about the seven points. Um, I wouldn't I think be. This is another another amazing yeah. performance from Gino. Yeah, I I don't think even though the, the Seahawks defense has reverted back to being pretty bad, 
they yeah I, I just don't think this Rams team can muster up enough points to even come close to seven to be honest if Gino is playing like he's been playing all year and we've been praising him week in and week out even when they lost last week they like Gino's gonna put up points and this Rams team is not and no Aaron Donald either that's great for Kenneth Walker it's, it's all the best players are out yeah up is done yeah. right Yep, Cup's done for the year. Stafford's done for the year, and I'm guessing Donald's Ramsey's gonna be done for the year. Garbage too. anyway. Yeah, and DK Metcalf. You could say Jalen Ramsey's the only one that's healthy, but he's been getting burnt all year. Metcalf's gonna put him on a put him on the yeah. ground a couple times. I bet. Oh, uh, even yeah. I love the pick. It's a it's a Gino. I think it's a, yeah, I think it's a very good pick. Gino, uh, another Gino pick. All right, Nick, what do you got? All right, uh, my second, I decided, I think Chris will really like this one. Going to Washington. Uh-oh. Uh, minus two and a half over the Giants. I, I'm liking Washington this year. I think they're doing a lot right. It's a big It's a very big game against the Giants, and I think they'll, they'll know that going into it. Uh, I think they win this, and they're they're – setting themselves up very nicely to make playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get... Uh, coming, off a, coming off of a good win against Tough. Um, I, I, I'm not entirely convinced by the Giants. I mean, I think, I think yes, it's the win. I think Washington can go and get the job done. Um, I think, I think by, by a field goal, they could, they could, they could end up winning it. Or, or it could be, you know, Washington classic and lose by one point. They, so, they have struggled in New York, but I don't, this does feel like an old school NFC East game. Know, Giants feels like a, yeah, it feels like a very new Washington team that's kind of ready to try and huge, go out there. It's a huge letdown spot for them. Get like it feels like every other week is a letdown spot because they're you know, this is one of the first big games played in December, uh, yeah. in a few years and against a division rival who's been struggling recently. Like, that's uh, obviously why they're favorites, but I mean, I do, I think they're the better team by a pretty significant portion, to be honest. So, Chase Young's back, right? He's gonna play this game, he should play, so he should. Hopefully, he uh. He reminds Daniel That's Jones that he that Daniel Jones can't hold the ball. So, that would, yeah, that would be great. The, the yeah, our, I think... our run defense has been really good. Like that's the thing we've seen with the Giants these last couple losses they've had, where it's like if you slow down Barkley, they they're done. Yeah, yeah, you leave it in Daniel Jones' hands. It's not going in. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, this the game plan for Ron has got to be let Daniel Jones throw it. And if he beats you that way, it's it's almost like well, you know, we we had the game plan. He just he ended up he ended up throwing well, and he does. He had one of like one good game a season, which is always against Washington. So that's the part. That's the other part that makes me nervous. We won't jinx it anymore. We'll just leave that pick there. Um, (laughs) Don't jinx it too bad this uh, this coming Sunday. Chris, what's the confidence level? Is it and yeah. and is this a must? Get, is this a must win? No, it's not a must win. It's a must. You have to split versus the Giants. 
because you get them at you get a bye next week and then you get them at home a week after that. So a win puts them in really really good position because then you get them at home. But a loss, like it wouldn't be the end of the world. I feel good though. I like I'm not the the thing that I'm worried about is a Daniel Jones like Michael Vick type performance. Which <laughs> the white the vanilla Vick before. You worried about the vanilla Vick. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, he pulls that out. Uh, so be it. Oh, he's so good against us every year. So that's what I'm worried about. If they come out and like he throws a pick on the first drive, I'll be feeling really good. Just show me like the real Daniel. Get up early. Quickly. Get up. Right, early. He's not Baker Mayfield. All right. Was... <laughs> all right. Thanks. My last pick is going to be. You're, I mean, I guess you already heard it. The Bang Bang Niner Gang. I'm riding them again. Versus the Dolphins. Uh, they, the Dolphins have some injuries on the offensive line. I know they're a good team. I know they can score points at will almost. But the, who, like, the, the Niners have all these weapons. They can, they can also score the ball. I, I, just, I, I like how the defense has been playing for the Niners. I like how I mean, Jimmy's been playing for the Niners. So I, I'm riding with them. And they're minus four, which is kind of iffy. I kind of wish it was minus three, but it's all right. I'm still riding with it. You're on the Niners heater where it's like, just take them until it doesn't work. Yep. So you much. can't criticize that. <laughs> Pretty much. It's been working. They're like the hottest team in the NFL right now, I think. Yeah. And they, they look have, like the best team in the NFC. They, they, that's, that's the key to them. They have to win. They have to prove these games that they can win or – Prove that they can win these games that are like they they beat the Cardinals, they beat the Chargers that we talked about are mm-hmm. pretty fraudulent. They let up Andy Dalton to zero points. So if they want to make some noise and show that they are the best NFC team, they they should take care of business against this Dolphins team, or not take care of business, but you know put themselves on the on the real contender map. Yeah. All right. Next up, Chris, what do you got? I this is this is another team I swore off probably two years ago. Uh, I'm taking the Falcons against the Steelers mm. minus one. You love this Falcons team. I don't know what I like. I do. <laughs> you love and it's you. another like they're they, they seem like a team where it's like win lose win lose win lose the whole season. They lost last week, so. The Steelers team, like, they, they took advantage of a, a sorry Colts mm-hmm. team on Monday. Short week coming in. It's at the Dome in Atlanta, oh, which is for something, I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what I like about this Falcons team. It's They just play team. This is a weird one because they're the team that beats good or beats bad teams and loses to good teams. And I don't really know what the Steelers are. This is a this is a test a good test for the Steelers a good test for Kenny Pickett, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and he's I mean they've been doing well with him at the helm, and I, let's just see if they can keep it up. And I I think betting against that is is a better bet than just betting that it'll keep happening. I think that Atlanta's they're going to run the ball a lot. They're going to shorten this game. Um, it's going to come down to the end for sure. I think they forced Pickett into making a mistake. Uh, yeah, I think I've been impressed with Atlanta's defense overall. 
I mean, even when they've lost, it's been kind of close, close games, uh, not really ending up with the ball in their hand last. I think, I think, especially going against a kind of new quarterback with Pickett, I think I, 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 I would back the pick. You, like you have experience with watching Atlanta, too, because they're in your division. Oh, yeah. Though with us, and we always go one and one against them. We always split. No matter yeah. what year it is, even when we went 15 and one, that one loss, Atlanta. <laughs> it doesn't matter the year. It, it, no matter what year it is, Atlanta and Carolina, we split. It doesn't matter. I don't know what it is about it. I couldn't tell you, but we, we just split. It's a curse. It is. It's a curse. Are you guys on buy this week? Yeah, they are. Yeah, we run a buy this week. We'll talk to uh, Nick. Make your last pick, then we'll talk some Panthers. All right, yeah. all right. My last pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Detroit Lions. They're they're plus one. Okay. Uh, but I honestly think that I think they could. I think they could go win this game by a uh, by a good bet. Um, I mean, they're, they're neither team's really that great. We got Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence, I still think's not really in his stride at all. Uh, I think I like how dynamic Detroit can be, especially some of their wide receivers. And I, I just I could see just I could see this being a little bit more of a blown up game than just one one point in between the two. I mean, it's a letdown spot exactly. for the Jaguars. Big letdown spot for them. I said big letdown yeah. spot for the Jaguars. They just and they suck a... on the road. Yeah, they do. It suck is on the road. It's a... terrible outside of Jacksonville. They, they're, they're horrendous traveling. Um, and you know Detroit usually is not too bad at home. They usually put in a decent a decent game whenever they're playing at home. And I I mean again, it's kind of like both teams are not really in there. They're not really all out there, but. Um, I think I think Detroit is a little more dynamic on their offense. Uh, we'll see how golf plays, but um, it's crazy to I think Jamal Williams could have a good game. I think the running backs for Detroit will need to come up big. Uh, you got Williams. Is Swift back? I have no idea. He is, but like they're not. They don't ever play him because his situation's been so weird. Like injury, then he came back for a game, then he was injured again, and then he was back, but he only got like the minority of carries, and then he like came in for one game just to like play out the back for like five rushes and then went out. So his whole situation's weird. But I mean, they have Jamal Williams. They have they have Williams who's been doing decent at running back for them. So. Yeah, no, he's been playing. He's a touchdown machine, and he's been hawking up all of right. Andre Swift's Hit him. touchdowns. Him, is automatic. Yeah. So I think, especially if if golf can get them to the red zone, just give it to give it to Williams, let him pound it in, and that I mean that I, it, that should work for them. I don't I don't think Jacksonville's defense is good enough to really shut that down. No, I don't think their defense is very good at all. Like their their defense is not great. And no, yeah, no. they they have some pieces on offense. Trevor had a good game last week. Uh, if the Lions can do anything defensively to stop that, they're they're like Zay Jones going to go off again. Marvin Jones, uh, like these guys. I are, think it's going to be high scoring. It yeah, definitely, I think it will be high. 
I agree. This this has potential to be like one of the most fun games of the week. Definitely, definitely two fun young teams that get have... the freaking Colts Cowboys off Sunday night. That was... I saw that. Why would you put that? Sunday did you night? did you uh you listen to part of my take with the flex of the year, Chris? The... Yeah, yeah. They they said this was the f- and you didn't get it. Uh, this yeah, yeah that that can't be on Sunday night. That they just gotta have they gotta get these bad teams off of Sunday night, including my New England Patriots who play prime time the next three weeks in a row. Dear Lord. And uh, I brought it up. We didn't even talk about. No, that. I thought I was gonna escape out. Yeah, I was gonna say. I thought I was gonna escape out yeah. without having to. to you know, yeah, I mean, we're not gonna let that. Yeah, yeah, we gotta have a little discussion on that. They're not good. They're they're not good. They. This is they are the good bad team, and maybe not even that because they lost to like the Bears. But they they're not good. Mac is super frustrated with the, the offensive coordinator, just like everyone else is. Uh, he was caught yelling on the sideline, yelling at Matt Patricia, saying, "Let us effing run the, or let us effing throw the ball. These run plays aren't working." And he's right. The Matt Matt Patricia has one game plan. And it's the same run over and over and over again. The our leading receiver this game was Marcus Jones, our punt returner slash corner. Uh, he had one big long touchdown that got me excited at the beginning of the game. We were up seven three, and after that, the the offense just couldn't muster up any points. And the defense they they were getting tired out there towards the end, and they they played as well as they could. The the corners really are just. They just got torched by everyone. And every time they needed a big play, they got it. Um, what, was, what I was really mad about is that James Cook played out of his mind. I thought that guy stunk. And, uh, and, not, like, and not like his whole career was going to stink, but this year he was not good, has not been good. And, of course, this Pats team lets him go all over the field on him. I at this point, just lose the rest of them. You're not going to make the playoffs. This was a must win. I said it last week. It was a must win to make the playoffs. And you're the bottom of the division. You should just stay the bottom. And the rest of these teams have been good because they've had high draft picks. Pats haven't had a high draft pick in 20 years. Get one. Get a good wide receiver. Get a fucking offensive coordinator to save the fucking Mac Jones' career. And, like, I, I still – this game did not make me think Mac Jones wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I, I just think I that – Do you think, he, do you think he just doesn't trust – do you think he just doesn't trust Mac Jones? Like, no, I, they don't trust I don't him. Really get, I think he's just I, an I idiot, get, too. I, yeah. you, have, you have a young quarterback, like, and, and he showed, like, some promising – glimpses but mm-hmm. when when you don't really give him a fair i don't i don't think he's been given a fair shot at all no i don't think he has he, either and last night's game no, he's got no wideouts. he's got no one that he can toss it up to and make a one-on-one grab which a lot of qbs have um and then you only have him throw it a couple times a game and you're running on most downs it, it doesn't just it doesn't really add up especially when the run's not working at all and what's mind-boggling is that uh, I think even last night he was something like it was like 8 for 11 and 90-something yards off play action. 
And it's like, it may, like, let that, why is that not the game plan? Why is, if you're going to run Ramondre Stevenson into the offensive line, which sucks every other down, why not just make it play action eventually and do, like, and let him cook? I mean, we saw it against the Vikings last week that he can be a good quarterback and throw the ball on this team, on this team right now. And they just don't trust him. And it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, they, needed, they need a real offensive mind behind him. They can't have Patricia to keep doing this. I'm sh- he should not have a job right now. He shouldn't have had a job three weeks ago. And I don't know what Bill Belichick has the love for him, but he, he sucks. And our best wide receiver is Kendrick Bourne, and he hasn't been able to play all year because he's in Matt Patricia's doghouse because he skipped one meeting in uh, OTAs, I believe, or was late to one meeting in OTAs, and has still been benched for the majority of every game. And like they have DeAndre Parker, uh, Devontae Parker, sorry. They have Nelson Aguilar. They have Jacoby Myers. Those are all solid wide receivers, but they don't have that number one wide receiver that really puts them over the top. They they should try to get off the John o. Smith contract because they just don't use them. They should throw the ball to Hunter Henry more and get rid of that Nelson Aguilar contract too. Try to get some picks higher up. Try to get something. We need a number one corner and we need a number one wide receiver. And the, the, the team can be really good if they have those two things. But they just don't have it. That's like, I mean, you're missing studs. Yeah, well, no, we're like, you know, we're, we're missing the the blue chippers that every other team has. There's yeah. a reason why yeah. there's barely like if you look at the the NFL Instagram, there's a reason why the the Pats are never on there. It's because they don't have that right. playmaker. They don't have the hell. They don't have the guy like the recognizable figure on this team is Mac Jones. When you're an outsider that doesn't follow the Patriots and. Yeah. When it's just Mac, like literally, it's Mac Jones, and I guess Stevenson's earning his name up, and rightfully so. But they, that's that's it, that's it. And you need more if you want to be a a good team in this this NFL. And I guess this, you- uh, I'd say it as a as a Commander fan that every year there's a game where you just like realize how little faith you have in your team. Yeah. It kind of feels like we've because it's been it it's been building up to this because every time you've won a game, you've complained about it in one way or another. Which like I gave you crap for, but also was kind of warranted. Uh, and like you had the game last week where you did look good offensively at least, and a couple of things didn't go your way, and then this week it just kind of fell apart. And what sucks is like. The the Cardinals. Hey, Nick's frozen, by the way. Oh, no, wait, he's, he's back. He's back. Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, what sucks <laughs> is like the Cardinals stink. So that could be a that could be a a win and try to get you know my confidence back up. But I I like I am I'm at the point. If you if you go six and nine or what? No, it's way more than that. Six and eleven, you can get a top mm-hmm. five draft pick in this this league. Look at the standings right now. Uh, everyone has. I mean, I guess the Broncos have three, three wins, and the Texans have one, but everyone else has like four. So, mm-hmm. you if you can if they win a couple games, you can just rise up in the draft order, and and you just gotta get one of those studs, man. Gotta yeah. get someone, and it's been years of 
the Pats at me begging them to get some stud. And like, I love the, I like Cole Strange still. I think he's a good pick, but there, you could have, you could have gotten him later. You could have gotten him in the second round, could have gotten him in the third. And you could have gotten one of those blue chippers in the first round. And those, those are just the things that haven't been happening. I, Still trust Belichick because I still think the defense is decent enough. Like, they, we only held the Bills 24 points, and it seems like they could have scored 50. But, yeah, you know, the like, – that's – the offense is the, the issue. Biggest issue. Oh, I got it off my chest. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. Uh, another team that – From one 15 to another. <laughs> Nick? Yeah, the yeah. Panthers, we've been we've been up and down with the Panthers a lot. We I guess it was the start of last season where we that they were our blueprint team that they were doing things the right way and like they're set up. They just need a, a young quarterback to come in. And then I think we kind of hopped off the train because last year went off the rails. Like Darnold did not work. And this yeah. year it's like we never know if they're gonna get absolutely torched or if they're gonna like be frisky from start off with the quarterbacks i mean you bring in donald well well, let's go right all the way we get rid of cam right cam's gone we bring in um teddy two gloves we got teddy bridgewater as a quarterback that's not really working well he's not ever since the injury unfortunately i i love i love teddy but since his injury, he wasn't the same player. He was never going to be. Um, so then we go. We signed Darnold going into last season. Things are kind of looking exciting. I know. I I was like, oh, you know, he's, it's just because he was on the Jets. That's why he looks so bad. It's just it's the Jets. I was I was wrong. He's he just, I I he whenever he throws the ball, he looks directly where he's throwing it. And cornerbacks and 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 uh, linebackers, they see that they see exactly where he's throwing it, and they make a play on it almost half the time. Unless the guy's wide open, it's not it's not going to be a completed pass, and it leads to so many like interceptions that could be avoided so easily. And I think that's the most frustrating point is Sam Donald will drive us down the field all the way eighty yards, red zone will throw a pick, and it's just for nothing. And it's happened so many times. So many more times than I can count as it happened, and it's just like, like, oh, this is a good drive. Nope, never mind. Pick. Okay. So then, I I was off the Donald train, went on the the Baker train. What a letdown that one's been. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Baker did decent on the Browns. Like, all right, we've got a decent quarterback, and it all stemmed because. We wanted to build our team around a running back. Our, our main star was Christian McCaffrey. We were going to build the team around Christian McCaffrey. And it was a new idea. I thought it was interesting. I think it's not a good idea now anymore because <laughs> of how it turned well, regardless out. Regardless of what you think. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's not on the team anymore. It's not, <laughs> it didn't work. But yeah. It, it, yeah. I, we, I mean, that trade, yeah, it's frustrating because he was carrying us. But then again, we've got Foreman who's come in, and he's still rushing well. I think, like, he's last good. game he got over a rushing yard. He's been yeah, rushing he's... pretty far for, like, 
for being a backup running back. Um, I think it's our offensive line's been doing a hell of a job up there for a lot of the games. But yeah, I I think I we've said I've said plenty of times like oh Carolina's just rebuilding like we got to start over after a Super Bowl loss like we sold everyone the big rebuild we tried to rebuild over the running back it didn't work and I think now we're back to square one of a rebuild which kind of blows as a fan because we've waited now three years with an incompetent head coach in rule and then now. Uh, who knows? I, I, I'm curious on who we bring in in the offseason. I mean, I had pulled up earlier a short list of some possible um, some possible coaches that are that are like available, but a lot of them are college. And you already went that route. And we already went college and we saw it worked out. So I, I, I'd rather not, you know, I'd rather not try that again. I just think I think it was worth it. It was worth a try, but it didn't work out, and there's no point in us trying again. I think it would just set us back horrendously. I did see something funny uh, where they said Panthers could target Harbaugh as a new head coach, oh. which would be interesting. But Jim, uh, that's the only one that I really yeah, saw. Or, or, Jim, right? They said they said Tomlin. I I don't know, but I I don't think I would want Tom Mike Tomlin not get fired. And I think, and I think it's more we would just be sending. We would, we would we would have to pay a good bit, but then again, with all the players we're selling. So and then, wait, wait. Before you keep going, I think Jason Garrett wants to be a head coach again. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> before we keep going, though, you you keep mentioning the selling of players and the the rebuild. I still think this defense is good. Am I crazy? Our defense, our defense is pretty like they they're not. We're gonna do the the good old defense solid, build that up, and then build the offense later. Our defense has been playing solid most of the year. I mean, we what was the one game we got absolutely slaughtered? Um. I forget who it was against, but like there's been a couple we've gotten absolutely slaughtered. But like Bengals. we held Niners Ravens. And Bengals. Yeah. yeah, Niners. Niners. Bengals was a rough one. Niners, but I mean we held Atlanta to 15. Ravens we held to 13, which I was impressed with that. Buccaneers we held to three. Um, I mean for the most part our defense has been solid this year. Uh, it's just building up that offense, and I have no clue what we're doing for quarterback. Are we gonna draft one, or are we? We, we, already got, we got three that are in the roundabout of who the hell is gonna start this week. Um, and <laughs> every none week. of them. Every week it's a new one. I mean, they, they were. <laughs> all right, I think we're starting. I already. I mean, I know I told you this, Brady. It, it seems like they're just they got a hat with the three names in it right before they released the, <laughs> the team sheet. They're, they're, Putting their hand in the hat, they pick out it. Oh, Sam's starting this week. Sorry, guys. Or, oh, it's Baker this week. Or they go, oh, it's PJ this week. I would prefer just sell Donald, get get Donald's contract done. I just, I don't. It's not worth keeping. We we said don't Baker, bring any of them back. We said that Baker as well. Just get Baker gone. I think stick with PJ Walker until that's 
I love still, it. I don't think they I'm ever should have been. About that Atlanta game with PJ's Hail Mary to DJ Moore to tie the game. We missed the extra point to win it. And then we miss a field goal in overtime. And then we lose the game. Eddie Pinheiro curse. I'm shocked that that man is still on the, still on the team. <laughs> oh, no, that, that should be an immediate coach, cut. My coach, I would, when he, on his drive home, I would tell him, don't come back. Yeah. Don't come you're, back. You're staying in Atlanta that game, Eddie. Uh, the – yeah, I, I – it's got to be the quarterback. They have to dra- – if they get a top five draft pick, which it looks it has like to be. they're going to get, they have to get one of those quarterbacks. It's, it's a great quarterback class. It'd be stupid to pass on one this, this time. And Bryce Young. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And or CJ Stroud or who's the other I mean, I would I I'm kinda I'm hoping I'm hoping for Stroud. I'm gonna be honest. I'm really? I'm off of Stroud. Did you guys watch the Michigan game? <laughs> well, I actually didn't. The Cox were on, but, but I was uh, watching both it was not good. Michigan game. Yeah, I, I it, it'll be we have to go we have to go quarterback. I mean you can't not. Yeah, and and if um, you get a new head coach, he'll pick the guy that he likes. Uh, it won't be like exactly. he's coming in with uh, some some guy that they just drafted and it wasn't him. Dead weight. Yeah. There, there's there's yeah, definitely I, promise I, for this team, especially with the the defensive uh, cornerstones that they have already. And, I mean, Jeremy Chin's becoming a very good cornerback um, for us. He's doing really well. Ryan Burns has been. Every quarterback's nightmare, except for a couple this year. He's gotten tons and tons of sacks. So, I mean, he's got Horn, a lot baby. of star players. J.C. Horn's back. He was such a miss. Thank yeah, God they, he's they back really this. missed him earlier this season. And, and I'm glad he's playing just as well as he was before the injury. So, him being Don't back, we got our quarterbacks are good, and they're, like, they're set up to grow with the team for a while. Same with the line. Uh, it's just the offense. We got DJ Moore, but other than that, I mean, there's not really a lot of offensive threat there. As much as much as that, it's gonna suck to say, because he's your best player on the team, but he's the last guy that needs to be sold. I think. Yeah. If you can get a second yeah. or a first for him, which is very if possible. If we can get a first round pick for him, I think we take it. I, I think you have to take it, and I, I think it's it sucks. But it's the same as it's same as McCaffrey. It's just it's looking at it and it's looking on. If we don't, we have a massive wage that we have to. We have a massive contract that we have to keep paying, and that prevents us from going out there and securing other positions that need reinforcement and need like some players to sign it. You can trade in the Pats if you want. I'll give you a second round. You're all, you're on everybody, like every person that's. Getting offered up, like ah, oh, Pat's could use him. They could. <laughs> we just discussed this. They could. DJ Moore would be a perfect anything, patriot. Anything and everything. Uh, I know he's not electric enough. <laughs> he's not mid enough. That's the issue. He's not, oh, fun fact! too good for them. I just saw something. Apparently, Carolina Panthers owner David Tepper is uh, getting investigated and may be going to prison. Oh. That was a, uh, he's being that was a big purchase too. Training facility. For wait, for what? Sorry, I didn't. Yeah, know. that was pretty recent. training facility in South Carolina. Uh, I'm trying to find more on it. Hold up. 
I just saw that he's being criminally investigated. Oof. That's not good luck. That's not great. Super fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chris, you know all about this. I do. If you, if you need legal advice, I've, I've been <laughs> through it. I've seen it all at this point. Yeah, if he doesn't want to sell, he'll never are... sell. Public money letter failed 500 million complex. Jesus. Oh, well, right. that's, that's fun. That's a fun way to end. And the disastrous that, season. And, and the Panthers on that note. Just another bad news. Uh, it's all right. It, it's, it's, at this point, you're at the point where it's like, uh, you know, you win a couple games, you're going to be. Yeah. You win a game when, or two, you're going to be. This year's a wash. This year's a wash. I think next year's also going to be just again rebuilding. I think then then you got to start looking. at right, you need to make playoffs. Mm-hmm. Needs needs something like within the within the next two years, we need something. Which is funny something because that they could still win. They through. could still make the playoffs this year. Still very. We possible. can. Which they is could really win bad because the NFC South is a horrendous. Or horrendous. I honestly thought you guys were going to win the division. Uh, that we, Atlanta, Atlanta game, we would have won that one. We would have been top at what was it, four and seven or something like that. Yeah. Now, yeah. so now, I, that was a game that I said should have been on Sunday night. Yeah. I it was a great game. Now, so now you have you have the Seahawks coming up, the Steelers, Lions, Bucks, and Saints, and you've proved that you could beat the Saints and the Bucks already. We they, yeah, we these can are beat all winnable games. They're. I think I think Seahawks Seahawks is a one that might be out of our reach, but then Steelers. The I'm not convinced anybody. That's Steelers true. are not convinced. Lions could be winnable, and then Bucks and Saints are both win- winnable games. Granted, they're away, so that's a little harder. Mm-hmm. Both winnable games. That's four wins there. Depending on what Atlanta does, it's that it's could, still very division. possible, which is <laughs> terrifying. Yeah, it, it shouldn't be possible, but it is. And you get into the playoffs, and anything can happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, we lose the wild card match. We get absolutely destroyed yeah, at, at home because you're a division in the first winner. Out of the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> at home, at home. like thirteen point underdogs. <laughs> we just, we just, uh, we just laid out every possibility for the Panthers. I just want want to put that away. Yeah, we did. We just yeah, out of getting. Like basically the top. If we made playoffs this year, I think I, I if we made playoffs, I would be ecstatic, but also I would just be concerned so for the rest of the division. Yeah. Absolutely put to shame for letting us qualify. Alright. We gotta discuss some other games before we move on. Uh Bears Packers. Is Justin playing? I was like uh-huh. kind of before. Oh, on track to start ten minutes ago. Oh, good. yeah, nice. That's a that that'll be interesting. Hopefully, I mean, honestly, if you're the Bears, I would just shut him down. Why? Why risk him getting hurt again? Or hurt for longer? And Aaron Rodgers' career. Yeah, if he loses the Bears, it's over. Yep, done. That's true. Uh, yeah, it is worth it for this game, I guess. Just let's yeah. throw him out there. Uh, what other? Oh, the Diddler. He's back. And he's facing the worst team in the NFL. It's uh, like one of those games where you want 
Houston to win so bad because of the situation, but they're literally like a bad college team. Yeah, they suck. They, they, they like that's one of the guarantees. There's not a lot of guarantees that you can make in this NFL year, but that is one of them that they suck. Yes. Yeah. They look very bad every week. So, I mean, I, I just hope he throws five interceptions and sucks ass. Um, I, I wouldn't even mind an injury either, you know, get him, get him injured again. I'd be okay with an injury. Yeah, I'd be all right with it. Yeah. Uh, well, as long as it's not one that requires a massage. Yes, yes. So you see 10 accusers will be at the wow. game. Yeah, and why? Boo them, that's why. And it's in Texas. <laughs> it's in Texas, so that's, you know, that's where it happened. And I got, I guess, insider information, yet. not even, but yesterday – uh, one of my buddy's girlfriends, we were watching the Pats game, and she was like, well, I was talking about Deshaun Watson, and she was like, ah, my, my parents live like down the street from when Deshaun Watson was uh, in, when he was in Houston. And he said, right outside the neighborhood, there's endless massage parlors. Just endless. She was like, there's like five of them right outside the neighborhood. So gross. Really? I hope he, uh, hope he tears ACL or something. Um, all right. Then the, the night games, two garbage games, Cowboys, yeah, Colts, absolute cheat. and Saints bucks, which we're, we're, we put a ban Nick on the saints because they haven't started Jameis yet until Jameis starts. Yeah. Until Jameis starts. We put. So is this going to be <laughs> the only, I guess, question about this game? Is this going to be another Sunday night Tom Brady collapse against the Saints? Because I feel like we see it every year. Oh, well, I guess it's Monday night, but prime time collapse Monday against the Saints. Night. I think it's going to be a stinker from both of them, to be honest. I think it will, too. I Don't think the Bucs are going to win, like, 16-13. Yeah, this yeah, is- yeah I, I'd say under 20 for both teams. Ugh. I'm, like, they got it. How many weeks 10, in a row are we yeah. going to get bad primetime games? It's getting ridiculous. It, is, a, it really is. A, Next week they 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 did flex the Steelers I believe out of I don't know actually I don't remember who it was but now it's Dolphins Chargers that's actually a good game that is yeah yeah so thank God I mean that. I'm not excited about the Chargers but Chargers on prime time ready to put up yes, sixteen yeah. points they're so they're they're <laughs> just itching to put up sixteen they do points. they usually do give good games on prime time though like that yeah they're normally exciting. Yeah. All right. That uh that covers the week. We have some news stories coming out of the NFL world. Mr. Antonio Brown is back in the news. He is bunkering oh, himself in Tampa Bay in his apartment in Tampa Bay with the the police said that they they're they're waiting for him to get out because he so he was he had a assault battery on uh on some woman that he was with and the police pose him as significant danger of causing personal injury to him or herself or others in the near future and beyond by having a firearm and, and any ammunition in their custody or control or by purchasing, possessing, or receiving a firearm. So he has multiple firearms on him in this apartment. I don't know if there was any update on this situation, if they got him yet. That's, I was just looking. There's not. How could there not be an update on this? They – all right. They, I'm trying to see if it's in this news article. It's not, but they're basically just waiting for him Anything to come I'd out. It's like a day ago. Yeah, and they're they're just the police are just waiting for him to come out. And Antonio Brown yelled at the police, "We're not going anywhere." 
So the clown's back in the news. Uh, this is he's becoming. Yeah, yeah but this is like this is a little bit more serious. Yeah, yeah no, no, this, no. It, yes, definitely. And I was just about to say he's becoming our generation of OJ Simpson. What if he gets in a Bronco and just starts running down the down down the highway? Yeah. That's gonna be on every. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's he's not nearly as famous as OJ Simpson was, and he's been crazier right. way before OJ Simpson got crazy. But it's it's our generation's version of this. I mean, he was all pro wide receiver. I I wrote a speech about him last semester in my speech class. How he if he didn't go crazy, could have been possibly the best wide receiver in this league's ever seen, and just completely punting yeah. punting on his career and. It's it's scary. It's it's scary, honestly. See a great athlete like this go through this terrible set of events. Yeah, it's hard to watch. Yeah, and I mean, I got nothing else to say but about it. I just wanted to point it out. I there. don't know. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, every hopefully everything in the situation ends okay. What do you say, Nick? I guess they're still. I guess they're just still on the It it sucks to see. Uh, Someone that was like top top, he was number one receiver in the NFL for how many years? Oh, it was seeing like, him just it was like ten years in a row. Yeah, seeing seeing him just kind of plummet down into this, uh, you never never want to see it. But yeah, I guess they're still just like in that standoff. I just hope. I mean, we just we just gotta hope that everyone in the situation ends up okay. But yeah, hopefully there's no. And hopefully no he gets some hard. damn help. He needs to stop hanging out with yeah. with people I'm that, that if he does get put in custody, hopefully they can get him to maybe psychiatrist something to help with some of this yeah. mental mental issues he's been having. He needs to like, stop hanging out with like Hitler too. Oh dear. Yeah. But we'll transition it right to Kanye. We gotta talk about Kanye at least for a second. I mean Yeah, yeah, no, we do. The the stuff he's becoming out with He's so he's he's suspended on Twitter. Uh, he made his campaign logo a swastika within the Star of David, and uh, he's he's just insane. He's coming out. He's saying he likes Hitler. He liked what he did. Um, the, this he's just an insane person. And the thing that sucks is that because he's such a popular artist and a popular figure is that we're going to keep covering his craziness and he's going to use this yeah. as a platform to just keep doing crazy things. So, yeah. I I hopefully the like nobody gives him an outlet anymore to say anything and he just, you know, lives his miserable life however he wants to live it, but uh, he he's 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 an he's a dangerman to the society. And first a guy who makes such great music, it sucks. It's crazy. the The character arc is pretty insane. Oh yeah, the villain arc. Going to someone who like was pretty universally loved, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like, there didn't used to be many Kanye haters. To now, he's like, you can't possibly defend him. No, there's no way defending him. And no. as you said, not only was he not, you know, bashed, he was praised. He was. Uh, he's probably one of the best rappers the world's ever seen. And now he's coming in and. Uh, doing shit like this and i don't know what happened what what made him tick or snap finally but yeah what broke inside him yeah and has this has this been within him all along or is this just stuff that he wants to do to make news articles and make his like 
I don't know, but it's it's insane. I, I feel like that's gotta play into it because he knows he knows him doing this. He'll get in the news. He'll get yeah. I it has to play into it. He has to know that oh, if I make I make this my logo, it's gonna it's gonna go everywhere. I'm gonna be talked about everywhere. Not in a good way, but yeah, I, no, I don't know. He, I don't I don't know how to go ahead and they go. Yeah, this is this is a good idea. No, and luckily every company that he's involved with is dropping yeah. him. Every, every all of his sponsors are dropping him, which they should. Um, really good. And it 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 started out with like you know uh, him with the a big big like guy with Trump. He was up with him, and now it's just not even turning mm-hmm. into a, a right wing conversation anymore. It's a whole Nazi conversation. So yeah, it it's really Radical. insane, and. The one thing I do want, last thing I want to mention about him is that Chris, did you see what he, what his, one of his last bombshells was before he got off Twitter? The Chris Paul thing. Yes. So, uh, so Chris, uh, sorry, Nick, do you know Chris Paul, the basketball player? Yes. So he, he said his last thing was right before I get kicked off this thing, I want to say this. I saw Kim. With this guy, and it's just a picture of Chris Paul <laughs> on the Twitter feed. So Chris Paul is gonna lose the only ring he's ever got, and uh, I mean, honestly, the, Chris Paul seems like a dog to me now. He's piping, yeah, he's piping Kim. <laughs> yeah, but also as a married man, he's a married man with kids. Yeah, but did you see the thing that it was, it was just Cliff Paul? Yes, it was Cliff Paul the whole time. His brother. The that is just it's one of those things where like he went out and luck luck hopefully this just like and it it's kind of weird because it's switching to the attention of Chris Paul instead of what he's actually doing but it's so funny to not ignore this Chris Paul story uh, oh I know I want to see if there's any new thing about his his marriage or anything uh that come out about it the I haven't seen anything. Yet. No, I haven't seen anything either. But the, uh, I mean, <laughs> the the Kardashian curse—it's been on Chris Paul's shoulders this whole time. No, oh, yeah. no one even knew it. Yep, he had the nice. top dog, and no one even knew it. Um, <laughs> all right, that's 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 really all I got to say about Kanye. You guys have anything else? Feel free. That's all I got. I I hope this is the last that we have to. Because like it can't get it can't get much worse than no it really can't. I hate and I like Hitler. No, the, which sucks is like the the next step is like him doing something rad like even more radical and endangering people. Like so, yeah, like that's like the know. next step. So next step is seeing him. Yeah, it's like trying to gather up a bunch of Jews or something, and oh, God. But you're right. Hopefully, this is the last we see of Mr. West. Yeah. Uh, all right. I ha- I got one more thing. It's an NBA thing. But uh, if you guys got anything else, jump in. No. Um, like college quarter? Yeah, or? we can if you. I mean, if you got some. I- oh wait. Yeah, I guess you're you're the big we games the tonight, game tonight, Chris. Right? Yeah. 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 Illinois coming to town. Rush game. So I, it's all I've been thinking about all day. And you, you were excited that the student section sold out. You were tweeting about how every group me is trying to get a ticket. 
what do you, what do you, yeah. you, the arena is going to, it's going to be packed, right? It is going to be packed. Yeah. That's good. That's it's going to be, you were worried awesome. about it a little bit, but I'm glad I was because before I haven't been there, but I think people are realizing that this is something that they, they want to be at. Mm-hmm. Oh. Nick, as, as college corner goes, you can just talk about anything that's, that's going on either with, VT Sports in the in the program, being at school, any anything you want to discuss, go ahead. VT USC coming up should be a good test for a basketball team. I've decided to forget all about the football season and just put all my eggs in basketball yet again. So uh, that's a good test coming up for them. But I mean, strong start to basketball this year. I mean, no one really that hard, but the UVA game, VT game, hopefully. Uh, should be good for basketball this year, especially since we didn't have the football game. Um, rightfully so. I'm glad. I'm really glad they ended up canceling that, and we just kind of called it off because, like, didn't really feel right to have it after all that happened. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah I think it should lead to some good. Our, our basketball season's looking bright. No, and the ACC has nope. been down this year, so you guys have yeah. a real shot of of winning the tournament well. again. Yep. Duke has two losses already. UNC has three losses already. Uh, it's it's looking good for if Virginia Tech can can win some of these ACC games. If, yeah, if we can really if we can keep it going and beat and beat these top ones in the ACC, it's uh, looking good for us to go and go into it. But yeah, that's all about I got with the with college. Nice. I got nothing. The the men's basketball team they they lost again. Uh, to George W. It was embarrassing, embarrassing loss. Dude. Uh, they, Gigi Jackson, I feel bad for the kid. He tweeted out, he apologizes to Gigi. He apologized. And I yeah, I still, I still believe in the team. I think they can work things out. They have a, I mean, it's, it's a year zero with the new coach. So they don't have yeah. any recruits that came from them. They just have a bunch of transfer guys. And what really sucks is that the Keyshawn Bryant from last year, and Jermaine Kuznard, they could have helped a lot this year. Even Eric Stevenson, who was a, a great three-point shooter mm-hmm. for us, all could have helped us last year, or helped us this year if they stayed on the team and they all transferred out once Frank got fired. But uh, I, I, I still believe in the program. I'll still be at all the games, but it's not looking great. All right, are you ready for my big take, Chris? I just want to throw it out there. I think this is – it's wild, and he has a long, long way to go. But I think Jason Tatum can end up being one of the best players in the NBA of all time. <laughs> I, I swear to God. It's it, – he – the way he's been playing this year, the records he's already broken, he's the youngest player to, to hit 900 threes. Um, that's younger than, than 25. He's not even 25 yet. If you look at all the legends in the NBA, he – He's look, none of them won a championship besides Magic Johnson before they were like 26, 27. So if he can win a couple rings, at, at, well, a lot of rings, if he can win a couple, a lot of rings and can keep doing this offensive masterpiece that he's been doing. And I just think the game is played differently now where these guys are high scorers and can score from anywhere and all these threes. This is stuff that's going to matter in the future. And when you look, I think by the end of his career, which is hopefully a nice long Boston career, I think he can end up as 
a top three player of all time. Okay. I, it, I told you. I mean, it's so early, but it's not. No, it's not even relevant to talk about right now. But I wanted to throw it out there as, you know, you come back, come back when his career is over. I just want to be one of the guys that first said it, if it, if it ever right, happened. I'll, I will bookmark this one too, right, with the Josh Rosen one. Uh, <laughs> this time? Are you doing another three or more? What do you say, Nick? How many how many years you putting on this one? All right, no, this one's this one's his whole career. I I, I whole, you, you were okay. away. I uh I didn't you didn't get to, to hear it. Yeah, I, said, I completely froze again. Yeah. So what I said is that and I know you're not a big NBA guy, so you don't you're not gonna have a lot to say. But Jason Tatum, I think that he could okay. end his career as a top three NBA player of all time. It's a bold take. It's a bold take. But it's bold take. Okay. Yeah. And what I, I what know. I said to I Chris mean, was that – what, what, Chris? What, what, what? I mean, that's putting him with, like, Jordan, LeBron, and whoever your three is. And he, he plays the right position. He plays this, the, the, the position yeah. that those guys – like, he's the shooting guard slash small forward combo, and he's more of a small forward power forward, but that's what LeBron is. He's got the build that can do it, and he's just – been this electric offensive player that has been able to do it i think you get him a couple championships and the changes the whole conversation yeah that, no that's true yeah I, and i'm gonna say that was why i want to take is he needs the championships to, to back that oh, up yes of he course be a great player, but if he hasn't won anything it's not gonna mean i i 100 agree and i said right before he's got a long way to go for this to come into fruition but the the fact of the matter is that he I think he has the the build the player type the way he plays uh if he stay like if if he can just keep doing what he's doing uh I think he can he can end up being there I guess maybe no yeah and it's a it's a long shot but I'm just I just right. want to throw it out there it's I'm good. glad I'm glad you got it off your chest I I was thinking about it last night uh, after he I saw the nine hundred threes. Uh, anyone <laughs> under twenty-five, the career of nine hundred threes, the list is Jason Tatum. Before touring twenty-five, sorry. So it, it's insane, and he keeps breaking a bunch of Celtics records, a bunch of NBA records, and look, the greats don't get the ch- the greats haven't gotten the championship until twenty-six, twenty-seven. So I'm not even worried that he doesn't have one yet. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, that's all I got. I had to, had to end it up fiery. Well, thanks, had Nick, for on a controversial take. Yes, yes, I, we did. Uh, Nick, before we go, I wanted to say thanks for coming in. Great insight of, of the, the World Cup. I'm glad you guys invited me on today. Yeah, and I wanted to also say, did you know <laughs> that you won our basketball tournament? Our our uh, yeah the final four tournament um like, like two years, years ago. ago yeah and you, Wait, won, really? you won yourself a shirt and we come on the we come on the podcast every time we announce the the tournament challenge we go hey the first winner ever realizes he won we'll give him a shirt but i think the statue invitations has reached on the shirt hey 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 now he's a guest of the pod uh well, well i'll send you a shirt 
I, I, don't, I don't mind it at all. We'll get it figured out in a break. We can, we can figure that out. We'll, we'll get that all figured out. So you, you had no idea you won that tournament challenge, did you? Not at all. I'll be honest, <laughs> I completely forgot to check that. That yeah. is hilarious. Yep, so three years. We owe you a shirt. And uh, <laughs> thanks for coming on. We owe you a shirt if you pay for it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a free shirt if you give us 10 bucks. All right. Sounds like a sounds like a reasonable offer. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Nick. I hope everyone has a great week. Go USA. And let's go US. We'll uh we'll see everybody on Tuesday. Right tomorrow, yeah, get up for it. 10 a.m. So we'll see everyone Tuesday. Hopefully we'll some... score, score predictions. Score predictions, real quick. US oh, okay. USA seven nothing. No. <laughs> I'm going I'm going two one United States. I like. I'll, I'll roll with two I'll go, one. I'll go three one USA. Actually, Ooh. no. God forbid I see two goals. One nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I'll, I don't think it'll be three. I'll, I want to say two one as well with Brady. I think I think it's reasonable two one. Or I'm gonna go USA go through on penalty kicks. Oh, All right. That. All right. I like the predictions. Well, see everybody on Tuesday. Enjoy your weekend.